Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Where talk is fun. I just saw our video that is up. We were playing charades. <laughs> I, that was so hard. Very hard. Especially when you're the one acting it out. Ah, Put yourself in my shoes. I, well, I'm sorry. There were. Did you see? How would you act out Napoleon? How, I didn't I have to. to. What, what am I supposed to do with that? I had. Well, I can't wait till the second. <laughs> Chunk I, w- I would get on my knees and put my hand in my uh, vest oh, like this. Yeah, and, dang it, he's you know, really short. Well, like I they, went down. And he's yeah. like squatting. What shirt. are you doing? <laughs> I would have done this, and you'd be like, "Oh, Napoleon." Yeah, you, you <laughs> wait till you wait till you guys see part two. I don't know when it's going to post, but stay oh, tuned. That's going to be your turn. That's when I get to act out, and Donna's just. I mean, I I had a dead giveaway, and you just did not get you it. You did. You're right. You're right. It was the epic. It was the it was the moment of that movie, like in the trailer. It's what right. you know. It's the funny moment. Everybody remember. And you're like, what? I huh? know. Are I you know. a cobbler? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I still. By the way, you. Napoleon, terrible movie. I know I mentioned it before, but it's worth mentioning again. Don't waste your time. Anyway, um, okay. So here, this is interesting. You know, we're hearing about these movie studios shelving films that are already made. Okay. Like Batgirl is one of them. Mm. Um, there's a coyote versus Acme movie about, you know, Wiley coyote. Yeah. You familiar. No, well, yeah, yeah, I, yes, maybe I'm aware. Well, Warner brothers decided a $115 million tax write-off would be more lucrative than actually releasing this movie. What? And apparently it's very good. Will Forte, who plays Wiley Coyote's lawyer Mm. says he got to see it. And he wrote an open letter to the cast and crew about how great it is. But it's never going to go anywhere. Like no one's ever going to see it. No, we're not going to see it. And that's that's BS. Like people put, a lot of work into these projects. It takes a long time to get a movie made, you know, yes. from inception or yeah, uh, uh, until, you know, it, there's, Oh my God, all the press you have to do and everything. Um, he said, when I heard, when I first heard that our movie was getting deleted, I hadn't yet seen it. So I was thinking what everyone else was thinking. And it must be a hunk of junk. He said, then I saw it. He said, it is, Incredible. It's super mm. funny throughout. It is visually stunning. It's sweet. It's sincere. It's emotionally re- um, resonant uh, in a very earned way. As the credits rolled, I just sat there thinking how lucky I was to be a part of something so special. Wow. And that quickly turned to confusion and frustration. This was the movie they're not going to release. Well, what is the, and, and I know there's a rule here about no follow-up questions, but so how does the studio get a tax break for just not putting out the movie? I'm I don't, sure I don't that understand works. that. Well, so like, if you make a movie and it has a budget of, say, $70 million or whatever, okay. which I think this one did, mm-hmm. and then you take the $30 million tax write-off, then you don't have to pay the extra like 50% it is to market it when you might not get any of that back. So, like, if you release this movie for $100 million, you're not going to get the tax write-off, and then you might also lose a whole bunch of money Got because it. you might only do $14 million in the box office or something. So yeah. the idea is you're getting that tax break back 
and you're not taking the risks that it's a flop. I'm really mad. Clearly think it's a flop. Yeah, but I'm mad. I want to see this. It has like a Roger Rabbit vibe to it. Yeah, it's half animated, half real. Oh my god, it's so weird to me. And they did try to sell it to somebody else. They basically said, "Hey, it's up." Many of these other, you know, Netflix, come on in, buy it. It was Warner Brothers. They said anyone else can buy it, and there wasn't enough interest to. Make it financially make sense. I'm so mad. Weird. Because now I want to see it because I'm looking at a still shot from the film. Um, he also said to the, you know, the people who worked on it, please know that all of your years of hard work, dedication, and love that you put into this movie shows in every frame. That mm. sucks. It's so, it's so it's so strange to me. Me too. Because they, so many people who have seen it or who aren't the people who are like the buyers for Netflix or whatever, and they're like, this is amazing, but yet no one wants to buy it. And wouldn't they have saved the most money if they just didn't make it at all? Like, it just seems so mind-blowing to me that they would make those, spend all the money to make it, and then they're like, yeah, just kidding. How does it save them to, I mean, Mike, you explained it really well, but it just seems really odd that they would go all the way through and then they're like, yeah, just kidding. Yeah. What? Exactly. Like locking us in in a room for three hours and letting us talk to each other and then not putting it out into the world. We've been talking about this movie for years. Like, I I recall saying, oh, this is going to be so fun. Yeah. So cool, even though it doesn't sound like my type of movie. But now that I'm I'm looking at the still shot and, oh. Sorry. Maybe maybe we can pick it or something. Oh. <laughs> the studio. Take. Why don't you just buy the movie? You can buy oh, it yeah, and release okay, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cut a check, Donna. Come on. All right. One hundred and ten million. It's ridiculous. You've been saving. What? You've been pinching your pennies. You've been shopping at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> what know? else? Did, well, I'm trying to think of other shelved movies. Batgirl, I know, was one. Scoob Holiday Hunt was another one. Oh, yeah. It was a Scooby-Doo ver- a movie that was supposed to be coming out that they... And that's another Warner Brothers one. I had no idea this was a thing. I it's like Literally, thing. I'm learning it right now that... Me too. ...this happens in the movie business. <sighs> I gotta anyway. go. Do you? No. Don't leave me alone in here. Lord knows what will happen. <laughs> this, is, this is cute. Um... A little on, you know, I have proposals on the brain because I just get proposed to at Christmas time. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. So, um, yeah, so Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. is revealing a little more about the way, um, that Jake and you say Jake's name just bon Jovi. like Bon Jovi, just it's, it's like spelled. That's how they, that's the Italian they spelling. Like, that's the real way, not like, yeah, the, it's like, not the John Bon Jovi way. <laughs> right. Know? They broke it up. Yeah. Anyway, how he proposed, uh, apparently it was underwater. What? They, they've bonded over diving, like deep sea diving. And he, like, you know, said, hey, you got to get up at eight o'clock in the morning. We're going on a dive. And they, you know, she's just like, what? She is adorable. Yeah. They're they're really cute together. I hope these kids make it. Yeah. And apparently it, it all happened uh, in a beautiful underwater marriage proposal. Mm-hmm. He gave her a shell underwater. And then she turned it over and it, there's the ring or whatever. I mean, it was just, yeah, it's like out of a cartoon or something. Oh, my yeah. God. And it's a so ring sweet. right there in the shell under the water. That is very sweet. What yeah. What's going on with Stranger Things? That I've lost track of. They're filming. They are. They're back to filming. Yep. 
All the kids are going to have like full beards, you know, mustaches. (laughs) They're growing up. That's for sure. Are you a watcher of Stranger Things? I was. I definitely got all the way through season one. And then like, I think uh, season two was the mall season two. The mall. It was like the Uh, mall. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was two or three. I'm I'm invested, like I'm in, but I don't know if I'm caught up. It was it got really scary. Yeah, I remember the upside the down. I talk about that like on a daily basis. You know, when someone says something and there's nothing, you just want to kind of blurt out something funny. Just say we're in the upside down and then walk away. Thank you, you know. for the tip, <laughs> <laughs> lady. Listen, it's Friday. We're in our last you. hour. Been up since two and doing You're doubles my... all week. All Sending right. you kisses. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, we got to go. We're going to come back with a couple of studies. Um, Matt is going to tell you the maximum time that you are able to pay attention in a work meeting. It's more than you might think. Really? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the most loved and hated slang terms in the U.S. of A. when we come right back, according to a new study on my talk, 1071. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for my friends at Energy Savers Fireplaces. They are a local family owned business. They have been around since 1976. And I will tell you that they do it all, whether uh, choosing a fireplace, a new one or replacing an old one, picking out the proper type for your space. That's a pretty important decision. And the staff at Energy Savers Fireplaces can help you even scope out an area in your home. To put a fireplace. They can help you design it. Or if you're replacing, they can help you consider your options. Whether it be wood or gas, pellet, electric, inserts. It really doesn't matter what you are looking for when it comes to fireplaces. Indoors, outdoors, fire pits, etc. Energy Savers Fireplaces is your one-stop shop. Uh, You should go to EnergySaversFireplaces.com or stop by their showroom. They're just off of Highway 36 in Oakdale. And tell them Donna Valentine sent you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Love it. Get winded for a good cause. That'll <laughs> be great. It'll feel be, the burn. Feel the burn. You're going to feel great. Mm-hmm. And you're going to help people. And that's, that's the most what it's all about. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we doing? We are studying together for the exams. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Matt. Steve. <laughs> Good try. Thanks. Oh, on Monday, you have to just have a slip of the tongue. 
I'm just going to be like, hey, everybody, it's the Donna and Matt show. What's going on? Yeah, just like the very first one. Be like, oh, some habits are hard to break. Oh, Steve, you're back. You know what I should do? I should have Rocco record, you know, a pre-recorded, you know. (laughs) He'll he'll be like, what? Yo, that would be funny. That would be really, really funny. He'll do it. He can do one in 10 seconds I in know. there. He is amazing. You're amazing. World Compliment Day. Oh, that's right. Okay, let's talk about studies. And I have the uh, first one here quick. Okay. And I have to be quick because I'll lose your focus. <laughs> okay. Because we're talking about attention spans of Americans. I always, I actually am impressed that, first of all, blip, this is a this is a sad statistic. <laughs> We oh. should be able to focus for longer, generally, as a human race. Yes. However, I am sadly impressed by this number because I, I actually thought it was even less. Okay. I thought it was like eight minutes or something. Well, but it- turns out Americans can, like, focus in a work meeting without, like, zoning out for 26 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. It's almost a half an hour. Okay. I mean, if your boss can't get to the point in a half an hour, I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, Zoom meetings are tough. Um, 32% of people surveyed in this very scientific poll, I'm sure, um, were that it said that uh, screen fatigue is a legit problem with like virtual work and all the virtual meetings sure. and everything. But yeah, 26 minutes is kind of where it's at as far as being able to like focus and like really try. And then after that, like all bets are off. So whatever your boss is saying after minute 26, it's just a waste of time. Yeah, it's just uh, Charlie Brown's teacher at wah, that wah, point, wah, right? Wah, wah, wah. Right. 26 minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's it. I don't have this problem that I know is a big problem, at least here in mm-hmm. this country. The focus. Like, I could focus on, like, a TV show, and it really bugs me when somebody I'm watching with is not a focused person. You, you mean me? No, 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 not <laughs> at all. Are you talking about me? Not at all. I'm just anybody in general. Like, if someone starts talking while I'm watching something... You're like, I'm listening to the... Yeah, I'm like, hi, I know that you don't care what is, you know... This is like, this is Happening, every, but I do. Every evening at our home. Really? Yeah. Because usually one person's more into the show than the other, and then the other person gets on their phone, and then the other person's offended that the other person's on their phone, and then it's like, blah, 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 um, Interesting. You know, I was maybe confusing the stats, because the human... Uh, we might get an email. The human attention span is something like... Eight seconds. Is it really? Yeah. But like, I guess that that study was focused very seriously, which is why I'm like. Just, I'm looking at Mike because I feel like maybe your <laughs> wife is one of those people. Uh, or I'm, yeah, she's, I'll be watching something and then I'll look over and be like, she's on her phone or she's playing with mm-hmm. the cat or she's doing something else. And I'll just hit pause and be like, are we, are we watching this together? Or yeah, what's going right. on? And she's like, I'm just, I'm watching it. I'm listening. I'm doing my thing. See, like, you're Kyle. Okay. And I'm her. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm playing with Finley and on my phone simultaneously yeah. and also still watching, darn it, because I have ADD. <laughs> and, yes. and I can do all that at the same time. <laughs> but he doesn't believe me. So it's always right. like, are you watching? But anyway, yes, apparently that study I was talking about must have been like for people who are really trying in a meeting, they can make it 23 minutes. But like in general, in life, talking to somebody, you got eight seconds. 
And after that, good luck. Yeah, that's annoying. (laughs) That's an annoying trait. Sorry. It's not just me. No, it's it's, it's humanity. You're right. It's America. All right, I have something fun here for the next two minutes. According to a new report, America's favorite slang region is Hawaii. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. And our favorite overall... Oh, you okay? Getting verklempt over here. Our favorite overall slang word is conniption. Don't have a conniption. Oh, my mom would say that all the time. Yeah, we use that a lot, too. Our most hated slang word is slashy. What's that even mean? I don't know. Is that like, is that, is, it's like that movie's real slashy, like a you know horror cut em up movie or something? I have no idea. Yeah. Let's see. Uh... No, no, it's a hybrid bar slash liquor store establishment. <laughs> oh, sl- just saying slash? It's slashy. Oh, it's slashy if it's two things, a mashup. So like those places where it's like a Pizza Hut and a KFC, you know, like or the, those joint, you know, fast food places where it's like both in the one building. That's slashy. No, I think it's you walk. There's one. There's one of these in Moose Lake, actually. Yeah. You walk in and it's a liquor store. Yeah. Off to the right is a restaurant connected to the at, liquor store. At, and they're working both. Like the bartender is also the liquor store cashier. Yeah, I understand that. So you're saying that that would be slashy. I think it's only the bar liquor store. Oh, it's not. You cannot apply it to another to situation. To everything. This is why people hate it. You can't understand what it means. I kind of love it now, and I'm going to use it all the time. And when you look it up, it actually comes up as something completely different. It's a person who gains income from multiple occupations. Oh. So they're like, they do this slash this. Oh. Maybe maybe you're right, Matt. I'm a slashy. Exactly. <laughs> huh. Oh, man. Oh, that's, well, either way, I think that is dumb, and I think it sounds dumb, and I, well, blah, 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 I think it's cute. You're cute. Thank you. Um, I can't believe the slang region is Hawaii. I would have sworn it was like the South. You, you know, know, like the, the surfer dudes. I guess, yeah. You know, what, they do the hang whatever. Hang, hang top, 10. Hang, hang 10. 10 yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're 10 toes over the board or whatever. I think that's what that means. I think. Hmm. Claude yeah. Hopper. Least favorite areas of the country for slang. Mississippi, Seattle. Pittsburgh and quote unquote Midwestern. Ouch. Love it. Ouch. You betcha. That that oh. hurts a little, don't you know? You want to come with? <laughs> Jeet yet? Jeet yet. It's like one big. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, Rocco's coming in next. I don't know what he has up his sleeve. We'll find out. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Uh, my mom, she's still around. She's in her mid-70s. But she has made plans for when it is her time uh, for a few reasons. Uh, one, she likes to get things kind of buttoned up for her kids and make sure we don't have to stress out about stuff. Two, she likes getting things done her way and not leaving things up to her weird son, Rocco. And uh, three, she likes to save money. Simple cremation, simple customizable cremations at Crescent Tide start at just $1,000. I think you'll see if you look at the Google reviews, people say, hey, I called around. I called other cremation places. They wanted four times that. Uh, No, simple cremations start at just $1,000 at Crescent Tide because Lisa and Verlin, it's a family-owned business, they know that nobody wants to spend a lot of money on end-of-life stuff. 
And most people would rather spend their time and energy on a celebration of life. So uh, it all starts with a simple, customizable cremation at just $1,000. They're good people over there at Crescent Tide. Check them out today. Use my talk keyword cremation. Hey. Woo, we're back. It's Donna and Steve. Just kidding. Steve's not here. It's Maddie B from TV. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being here. Look, final, getting close to the final stretch of the week. Yeah. Been a, it's been a fun one. Uh, I do love these. I do love the week-long fill-in because I feel like we get in a good groove and, but you know, after a first day or two, we find our footing again and it's, we're back, baby. I'm kind of mad at you right now. Why? I don't know. Hey, Rocco. How's it going? She's mad I don't at know. me. I'm I'm we're fighting. fighting. Yeah, why are you fighting? Because we, we were forced to play charades. Okay. And the movies I got were. She picked the, the hard ones. Like, I didn't know what I was going to pick, but I picked yeah. Napoleon. Okay. And then I picked... Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> and I'm doing a really great impression of Godzilla. And mm. Steve is like, well, I would have just beat my chest. I go, he's not an ape. He's like a creature. He's like a monster dinosaur thing. Whatever. I would have eventually got it. Well, how would I You look that? like a bear walking around with your yeah. arms up over your head. How would you do Godzilla, Rocco? I mean, you're bad at any sort of giant lizard dinosaur type <laughs> Yeah. You're so scenario. stunningly Thank beautiful you. that there's right. no way whatever. that Knock you could off. possibly... Anyway, whatever. Hey, Rocco. How's it going? Hey, speaking of games, I beat Jason this morning. I mean, we, <gasps> me and Woo! Ross. Good job. Thank you. And speaking of games, you guys did, um, I guess you might call it a Coolidge off yesterday. Yes, we, oh, is that, oh, yeah. no, no, oh, come no. on, buddy. It was pretty funny. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 You These look like the 4th of July. You're trying to kill murder me. <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real bad. You sound like. A mix between know, Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> and like uh, a mobster from you know back in the day in Chicago. Pick him up, yeah. <laughs> What's the hair, saying? Those are Do- Donna's go-tos. Steve they does uh, Republican president. That's right. Donna oh, does Coolidge and uh, not the president Coolidge. Jennifer right. Coolidge. Yeah, no, no one's think when you say Coolidge, no one's thinking of the president and uh, old timey Jimmy Cagney type. Oh, Stick him up, man. <laughs> <laughs> the covers are coming. Hey, Rocco might do the big climb with us. Ooh, that would be oh, great. Yeah, I did put it on my calendar. I, you know, I got kids soccer and stuff all the time, but yeah. I think that'd be fun. When is it again? I think you should bring the 20th Bruno. of April. And it's in the morning, so you, could, you still got the rest of the day, you know, as long as it doesn't conflict it's with... It's the 20th? Oh, I did put it on my calendar. Good. Yay! Uh, he does have a game, but, you know, maybe I'll... What time does it start? It's early. It's Eight? a morning thing. Yeah. You're, right I mean, it's, it's wrapped up usually by around noon, so like it's all it's all through the morning. So I is a game in the afternoon? Yeah, it's at 11 a.m., so it's, you know, but you know, I don't have to always go. You don't have to go to every game. No. That's Super what your apparent. wife is for. That's right. We alternate. Um, oh, thanks for asking about, you know, my life and my family and <laughs> you know, just everything. Here's the deal. Yeah. If you're new to this program, we take uh, a segment you guys did earlier in the week. Slow it down to half oh, speed, because one time you guys did it on accident, or a listener did. No, I did. Thought I was sounded... listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast, and I'm like, why is he talking so fast? Yeah. And then I realized that that was a feature that you oh. can adjust. I, how, how am I supposed to know? A lot of people do that, to speed up like a podcast and get yeah. through it faster. Yeah, yeah. and but, then we thought, hey, let's see how it sounds slowed down. And here's what it sounds like. I'm going to slow things down. That's right, we're going to slow things down. 
For the lovers out there, this is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. The Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> voice Pop culture mallet. I don't know. Personation Coolidge College. Station. I don't know. We'll see who does the best job. Okay. <laughs> hey, who's the lady? Is that the Queen of Sicily? <laughs> wow! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Who's the lady? Is that the Queen of Sicily? <laughs> Dang! It's pretty good! Uh, Alright, Matt. I love it. <laughs> Say Sicily again. Sicily? <laughs> you really got the Sicily and the like this. I'm gonna give it to you, Maddie, if you have that first yeah. one. One for Listen, Matt. Here we go. Please. These gays. <laughs> they're trying to murder me. That's a funny, funny moment in that movie. These gays trying to murder me. Oh my god. Murdered me? This is horrible. Please! These gays! They're trying to There we go. Sorry. Please. These gays. Oh my god, I can't take it. Trying to make a stop. <laughs> it's a oh lot. My it's gosh. a lot of Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> yes. But uh, you know, here's the deal. If people think that was funny, uh listen to it in yesterday's podcast. Thanks, it was a, Rocco, it was a good for the plug. In con- impromptu contest. I believe it was hour three Thursday, mm-hmm. like right, right before I came on. So like a Lee eleven, you know. Eleven fifteen. The second part of the eleven o'clock podcast. Is are you a white lotus watcher? Yeah. What's the next season? Like Thailand or something? Yes. Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. You told me yesterday off the air because I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm one of I'm one of the people (laughs) who thinks Jennifer Coolidge might be actually not dead in that series. Mm, Spoiler alert. Oh, stop it. You should have watched it by now. Oh, yeah. That was a bad one. What? I can't believe you did that. Tanya lives on in my heart. No, everyone's watched. Everyone's talked. It's already been talked about. It's everyone fine. made fun of her falling off the boat in the end, and the I way know. that she died, and like how dumb it was. So, so what are you I, mad about now? I, no, I'm not mad. <laughs> you know what I hate? Conspiracy theory. I'm of joke. the conspiracy theory that I am holding out hope that I secretly believe that maybe we'll learn that she's actually not gone. And she will be in the third season. I her wonder, body washed up on shore. But you know, one of the, I don't know, <laughs> dream sequence or something, or okay, then, or they okay. start the third series, or third uh, with her like suddenly waking up and that was a different person's spot. I don't know. Maybe. It's time I, to move on I'm just from her, dreaming. right? No, no she lives on. She was She's pretty amazing. Great. Let's see who the cast is. Oh, they already talked Thank about you it? for letting me rant. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, we should have a viewing party at Rocco's house. That's fine, yeah. Mm. 
Um, who's in White it? Lotus season three. I'm into it. I want it. Everything oh, yeah. we know. L magazine. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Mm. <laughs> I, I I really like the Italy. That that was the one, right? Yeah, Where sh- that's yes. the one. That was really fun, and it was cool to see Michael Imperioli in mm-hmm. something other than The Sopranos. That was cool. Uh, it was that was a really good cast. All right, I'm seeing per deadline Parker Posey, Carrie Coon. Yes, yes, yes. I love, love it. Carrie Coon. I do too. I just watched uh, Fargo season. Three. She's so great in that. Have you ever watched The Leftovers? I never have. It's a little weird. No, and, sh- uh, what? No, no. I was going to say she's also in. Um, oh gosh, what's that period piece show that I'm watching? Uh, Carrie Coon is the star of it. Um, oh my God, Cynthia Nixon is in it. She's fantastic. Love her. I love you. I love you, Rocco. Don't Parker go changing. Posey. She's great. She's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of names that I'm seeing here that I don't really know, like Milos Bikovic from Surf and Southwind. Oh. Christian Friedel from Zone of Interest in Babylon, Berlin. Does that do anything for you? No. Same. But you know what? I trust, what's the guy's name? Mike White? Uh, yep. He's great. He's great. And, um, also, I think they hire locals too. Oh, because right. the Italian oh. cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was so good. So good. Yep, yep, yep. Like the two girls who were kept sneaking sneaking into the resort, yes. and the the one wanted Lady to be a singer. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Did you know that she, uh, she being back, you know, I have one track mind, Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, she <laughs> she wanted to do her own. St- I'm doubling down on the ending. By the way, I'm going to keep talking about it. The, she doubled. She um, <clears throat> wanted not to use the stunt double. For when she fell off the boat at the oh, end. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, like she explained, uh, she was talking to uh, someone here, an interview about that, about the ending, um, and she says that she got there and she, she was like, wait, no, I want to do this. I want to be <laughs> I want to be the one to do this. It's really important for me. Good for her. And then, um, but actually she didn't because they were like, no, you can't, Jennifer, because like this is the stunt double. She's and this been, is why she, she's hired. She's been here all night long waiting to do this stunt for you. We can't just say you can go home now right. <laughs> because you decided to do it. But Jennifer Coolidge said, you know, hey, now she understands kind of why, you know, Tom Cruise wants to do his own stunts, you hmm. know. And then she thought, why can't I do that? It's just cold water. She could, you know, get through it. But anyway. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but it's so stupid. She just like, I mean, she's just, there's a staircase right there. And she like jumps off or falls off or whatever. Yeah, that was dumb. Got her. But the, but but kind of is perfect for her character in that show. So Exactly. I <sighs> mean, that was a shocking moment. It was very she's shocking. Also, don't forget, she's in Life and Beth as well. I know I need to get started on that. We're going to try to get that. I got to break it to Carla. I want to start watching that this weekend. Right. So. Rocco, you've outdone yourself as well, usual. Not really. You guys made me turn it off. Well, it was oh, that no, bad. It was good. <laughs> I just didn't want to relive it. I'm yeah. sorry. You put all that work in. What can we do for you? Is it that work? Buy you soup? You just, you just yeah, take a clip great. and then slow it down, right? Yeah, well, like, there was a lot of editing involved, oh, okay. but um, it was fine. You broke his you heart, Donna. Was broke. there anything else you guys did dumb this week that I could slow down? Or just nah, nah, I would just nah, move on. You know Goodbye. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just go prepare for the return of Steve Almighty. Yes, we want. We have a favor to ask. Oh, yes. That. Okay. Can we have you do a pre-produced or have our lady voice do a pre-produced? You know, um, this is Donna, Donna and Matt, and, Matt show. and be yeah. like, just see if he notices. Just for kicks.
Yeah, yeah, I could probably work something. Oh, whatever, just a little button. This is the greatest show. Love it. How does that go? How does your show start? That's how it starts. That's the song. Yeah, Yeah, we don't have any kind of introduction or anything. Nope, there's no voice. We could work one in, though. That Mm -hmm. would be really fun. And just have somebody just boop. And he'll be like, what? (laughs) That would be pretty good. Yeah, we used this all last week, and uh, sorry, I forgot to take it out. And also, you're fired. No, stop. (laughs) Somebody said that I called you Steve when we came back from... Oh, just today (laughs) I heard it, yes. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. Your your diabolical plan might be working. Stop, stop. We got to go. (laughs) Thank you, Rocco. Final stretch of the show and soup of the day when we come right back. Hello there, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. A weight loss plan I believe in because it worked for me. I did it, uh, hey, it's March. I did it last March. I did it March, April, May, two months. And lost 25, 30 pounds. Just watch the pounds come off. And I did it eating foods I actually liked. I'm continuing to eat those foods that I actually like. And I'm keeping that weight off. So thanks to the doctor and his team at MNFatLoss.com. I retrained the way I eat, and I'm loving it. Uh, I feel like I look better. I feel better. I get compliments all the time. I fit into clothes I didn't think I could fit into anymore. And I didn't have to take weird drugs that I didn't know the side effects of. I didn't suppress my hunger for a couple months only to have it come back. I did it the right way, and I encourage you to do the same. And hey, guess what? For a limited time, if you tell them, hey, Rocco sent me, you'll get $200 off at mnfatloss.com. Hey guys, the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's our final stretch of the whole week. It's been a it's been a week. It's been a week. We it made has it has been this. a journey. Friday, folks. We're here. You did it. The weekend is within reach. Hmm. <sighs> Collective sigh. We've been through it this week. Yeah. Had a and lot you didn't fall on. asleep, and that's always a plus. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about Queer Eye earlier. Yeah. And uh, got a bunch of emails because I didn't know Jeremiah Brent was married to Nate Burkus. So those two are a couple. Um, that's why I was feeling good clarification. Good Thank clarification. you, everybody. You know what we would do without the mailbag? Let me tell you. <laughs> no, I do not know. Oh. Um, also a suggestion you, we were talking about how to clean mirrors and bleach and we were yes. talking all that. Yes, yes, yes. Patrick Richardson, um, has a book called Laundry Love. Oh, yeah. That gives you tons of proven ways to get any kind of stain out. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, and your other, uh, someone else wrote in, you said about the, get the mirror and streaks and like, um, magic eraser that and like a, or just cold water and like a microfiber. Cloth. Can that really work? I think so. Just like a damp, not wet, damp microfiber cloth. Give it a try. What are you doing all weekend? But how dare I don't know. you, <laughs> well, sir? I mean, I'm literally top agenda on my weekend, as I have mentioned, is bathroom cleaning. So and laundry. Maybe I'll live stream it. Who knows? Let's see how, how many people you think I could get to watch a Facebook live of me like cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> I think you would do well. I, I don't know. With you know, prior knowledge. Yeah, I don't like let everybody know ahead of time. That's not how I want to end up in the newspaper. You know, like <laughs> local TV personality <laughs> goes. Goes wacko. Viral. Viral for... For cleaning his toilet. <laughs> you got any tips on that? I don't need... To, no, stop. No. God, no. I just... I hate cleaning the bathroom I more know, than anything. So why do you think it's to the point where, like, I can't avoid it anymore? Because I've been avoiding it. Worse household chore. Go. 
Oh, for you. Like, what do you dread doing? <clears throat> the yard uh, doggy cleanup. Oh, I don't even mind that. Okay. Really? Yeah. You're like, whatever. But I pick it up as I go. Well, the problem is, yeah, no, sometimes it snowballs if we're too busy. So, like, it gets got, out of control. Got, and we got two contributors. So, yeah. That, that is that true. Is but like, they're little. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like massive. No. <clears throat> right. <laughs> I'm used to big dogs. Very easy to see. <laughs> right. Anyway. And easy well, to pick up. What but, do you put off? What do you um, dread? I. I hate emptying the dishwasher, mm-hmm. and I hate putting laundry, clean laundry, away. Same. You know what? It'll sit there. It'll sit there for weeks. I'll walk right over it. I'll put the laundry basket in my way, so I have to like pick it up and put. I'll step yeah. right over it every morning mm-hmm. this week. Every morning, because this is a big week, doing the doubles and everything. Uh, Kyle's made fun of me because every morning I'm like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take that uh, clothes out of the dryer, and I'll be putting them away uh, when I get home from work. It's not happened. Every morning this week, I've had to go in there to get, you know, my socks and my undershirt and everything yeah. for for the work week. I, literally, the whole work week's worth. I never put the laundry. I just I pulled it out of the dryer one day at a time. I do the same thing with, um, <laughs> I do the same thing with a suitcase. When I come back from a trip, that suitcase will sit there for two weeks. No, see, now that I'm right on top of because mm-hmm. I feel that I like to like reset before going back to work. It's like a Zen thing. Oh, I see. Anyway. Mikey got one. It's definitely putting the laundry away. It seems like it's so easy to mm-hmm. do the laundry, but that last step of putting it on the hanger, putting it in the closet, yep. putting oh. it where it's supposed to go, oh, it's so it. difficult. Yeah. It's the worst. I love vacuuming, though. Ooh, love do you it. make lines, patterns? No, okay. no. I love drawing patterns in the... Wait, in you, your carp, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like like when you mow. Kind of, yeah. Let's like it's like lawn mowing lines, but uh, so like I'll vacuum. And I, when we were growing up, my mom would hire someone to come over and help her because we had two working parents in the house, right? So like sure. she, someone would come clean, like you know, once a month or something. And she would always do this amazing thing with the carpet and the vacuum and like really? these beautiful like designs in the in the like in the vac. And so now in the basement we have plush carpet where it kind of does that when you vacuum it leaves. So I'll make these little starbursts. I just love how it looks. Cute. It's the stupidest little thing, but it brings me joy. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing, Matt, on it. this uh, National Compliment Day. Yeah. Yeah. Compliment someone today. All right. Maybe we'll call Brian and give him a big old compliment. Come should. down for moose soup after. I can't lie, though. It's <laughs> always a surprise. Oh, no, it's and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Listen to this guy. Happy as a clam picking up the phone on a Friday. Hi. Hi. Why are you so happy today? Well, this is this is normal me. I'm always happy. You know that. <laughs> oh yeah. You make delicious soup. Uh, thank you. It's National Compliment World Compliment Day. Oh, I see where so we're going here. Donna's. Gosh, you guys are great at the radio. (laughs) You're great at that thing you do. Thanks, man. (laughs) Anyway, what's going on in the soup department today? I got uh, sausage and beef gumbo. Oh, gumbo. Oh, wow. Gumbo. Yep, and then we got a little fish fry going on for 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 a little lenty. That's nice of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you giving up anything for Lent? Oh, just my life. Oh, no. Oh. I've already given up everything to my children and family. That, that is There's true. There's nothing left. You're to a do. selfless, wonderful man. Yep. Thank you for being you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this just a real compliment? You're just a compliment train? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> all right, we could let it go now. All we right. could let it go. All right, thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye. 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 He's, he is great, though. Like, seriously. He's fun. Yeah. He's fun. He's I like a fan. good, sarcastic... Snarky. ...guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who makes soup. Compliment. That is awesome. Compliment train. Fish fry, huh? Yeah. What'd you get? Are you giving up anything? You know, I decided not to give anything up. Yeah. And instead, on this World Compliment Day, yeah. this is a true story. I just decided to say something um, positive to somebody every day during Lent. And so I have been doing it all nice. the other days during Lent as well. That's funny. Thank you. Until today, I haven't. I haven't received anything. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, spread spread it throughout the office. You and, are a star. In my I mean, life. you're famous. There's lots of people that you need to. Yeah. Mike, are you are you giving up anything? Do you participate in the Lenten season? Uh, I'm not this year, really. Okay. No. Is that just a Catholic thing? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. As a good Catholic, you think I would do that? But. Oh. Yeah. Same. One year, I wrote letters to people during. <gasps> That's Lent a good one to say. Thank you. Just nice stuff. For, yeah. Like a Christmas letter, but not at Christmas time. Like just random, like an Easter letter, basically. Uh, m- mostly like a, a letter of appreciation. Yeah. That's to friends and family. I sent um, the people who um, gave up their dog and I received him. I wrote them Aww. a letter saying for Lent, this nice. is what I'm doing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful day. Listen, thank you so much. It's been a, it's been a great run. Um, but Steve's job is safe. Don't you all worry. Your pretty little selves. Uh, he'll be back on Monday, and I'm just I'm always here and the ready to to run on up. That's right, because you're right down the hall. Vacay. He needs a little time off. I'm happy to do yeah. it. And thank you, thank you, by the way, to all of you who've emailed in like nice comments, like oh Matt, we love when Matt's there. That's nice. It's very nice to hear, and I and I genuinely appreciate it. It's very kind of you. So thank you, Matt. Yeah. Do you want to dance? Can we? Absolutely. Hear the music. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Thanks for emailing. Thanks for calling. Thanks for participating. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn are coming in next. But listen anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's World Compliment Day. They're great. They are great. You're great. Have a great weekend, everybody. We love you. Bye-bye.